Yes, we are. Uh huh. And we're back big. Yes, we are, and yes, we did. And we're coming for you. And we did, and we did. Woo-hoo! The boys are back. The oh, yeah. Feels good. Doesn't it feel good? That's our youth. That's our youth. Kicking the crap out of cougars. Beating cougars is easy. Woo! Yeah, all right, youth fans. Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. We're coast to coast and worldwide. I'm Gary Axsmith with James Russin. Bryn Whitchurch, and we have a guest with us tonight. Hello. And there you're here. You, you heard her. That's Elise Harris. She is a former cheerleader mm-hmm. for the U and a Instagram personality. Glad to have her with us. Thank you. Get her perspective on a few things and her opinion. But hey, Utes, what a difference a week makes, huh? <laughs> Last week, it was uh, not all that sweet, not all that happy uh, with that USC loss. But after Saturday night, man, it's feeling good. That was a great win. But remember to follow us on all the social media uh, sites, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, uh, Instagram, which is Utah FB fans. Uh, You can... Email us at utefootballfans at gmail.com and text us at 801-839-5622. Wow. 38-13. That was a... Unexpected. But kicking. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I don't think I saw that coming. I don't think anyone saw that coming. It should have been 49-13 too. So, geez. Could have been worse. Yeah, we left uh, a couple touchdowns. Left 11 points on the board, which... Usually that comes back to bite you, but man, killed them. It was great. Great win. Uh, we, I mean, we shut them out in the second half. Is that, is yeah. that right? They didn't have a single point after halftime, which I, is crazy. I mean, this is a team that historically puts up 40 points without problem and a quarterback that just touchdown after touchdown, and we shut them down completely. Completely. Yeah, if someone would have said to me going into this game... That you would hold them to one touchdown. I would have thought you were talking about the first quarter. And no points <laughs> in the second half. You would have thought, you, okay, you're, you've lost your mind. Uh, just for stats, just for reference, the Utes gained 526 total yards. I think Anley Ludwig's offense is working. That is impressive. Uh, Washington State, though, as impressive, they gained only 313 yards. Mm-hmm. Um Huntley, we'll talk. I think we'll talk a lot about Huntley. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll get into Huntley, but he was twenty-one for for thirty, three hundred thirty-four yards <laughs> through the air, two touchdowns through the air, and he rushed for two more touchdowns and had thirty-one rushing yards and thirty-one. Ru- so okay, Huntley had a fantastic game. Gordon, Mister Cool himself, <laughs> Mister Flat Foot in the pocket, Flat Foot in the pocket, thirty for forty-nine or whatever it was. Uh, he had two hundred fifty-two yards, one TD. He's got two, uh, two picks. Well, and one of the big stats that stands out is he averaged five point one yards of completion. So even his completions were not big down the field chunks. A lot mm. of ch- check down and those 
those middle screens for games of five, six, seven, eight, and you, you, that's not how that offense is designed. So it was great. Yeah, the 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 system that Scally put into play. I mean, just some adjustments. It wasn't major stuff that I under, I mean, you know, I'm not an analyst like you can go listen to the to the other guys. A few adjustments, but uh, it, our guys just played good. Yeah, they they just played rebound. better. Yeah, and again. 61 yards rushing for Washington State. Now, they're not going to rush the ball a lot, but, you know, 61 yards, and the Utes, 192 yards. You know what's crazy is they only ran the ball 14 times, Washington State. Only had 14 rush attempts in the entire game. That's typical for them, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but when you're the other team, I mean, Utah was lining up in a defensive style that was, like, challenging them to run. They were saying... Run the ball. We, we we are wanting you to run the ball. And they just said, screw, we're, we're so arrogant, we're going to beat you by the pass anyway. And couldn't do it. Yeah, the so-called air raid. So I, so USC plays a similar offense. Uh-huh. Air raid offense, whatever, however, whatever. That's what they call it. Now, I think that USC had better receivers, if you would, man-to-man better receivers, but Washington State runs this offense, in my view anyway, better than Probably U- best in the country. USC. The thing is, though, it, I, it was, I think it was a post-game. I was, was it Blackman I was, we were listening to after the game or something? They were asking him, uh, and, if, and he talked about how, though they pressed, their, they were uptight on the receivers as much as they could. Mm-hmm. Whereas against USC, you remember they were they were off a little more, um, and then we had a, a couple of deeper safeties and kept everything in front. Nothing went over the top, right? Um, but you're right; it was all all in front of them. But the Utes, but they tackled. Yeah, when they got the ball at a four yard gain, they didn't let it turn into a twenty four yard gain. They made the tackles, and, and to the credit of the coaching staff, Scally and Whittingham, they learned from the mistakes of week the week before against SC, made adjustments and just shut them down completely. But, you know, when you when I watched, so we were all at the game, and some games you win and you, you sit, you look, you're watching the game, the game's over, and you go, oh, well, yeah, we won, but yeah, we're okay. Yeah. We're okay. <laughs> we should have won. You know, we played all right, whatever. You're not all – but after that game, I don't know about you, but when I when – I, as I've thought about that game, the eye test of that game, I was impressed. Offensively and defensively, we look good. I know some people I saw on, on our Facebook page, Some someone made the comment, uh, are we really that good or is Washington State really that bad? And I thought to myself, Washington State can freaking put up the points. Yeah, we saw that last week. And we shut them out. And then we, we just went through them. It was, no, I... To me, the eye test of that game and the way we controlled it from start to finish, and, and it wasn't a perfect game either, no. like you said. Uh, I thought we looked good. I felt like, as I was sitting there watching it, I was thinking to myself, this is the best I've seen our offense play in years. Oh, in years. That's how I felt watching it. Things just seemed to be clicking like they haven't before. And then, of course, on the other side of the ball, our defense was playing out of their brains. But as I was watching, and I don't usually think that about our offense. No, it's impressive. But I was just watching going, wow, this is this is unusual for us. This We look awesome. Well, and a big part of it was it was very, very well balanced. It was mm-hmm. very well balanced run to pass. Um, Huntley, I think that was probably his best game as a Ute. I, I think he looked just phenomenal, um, efficient, but he was putting the ball downfield, making plays in the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield. I think he, I think he played great. It was overall, it was a great, fun, exciting, dominant great. performance. Don't you think that? Well, Huntley, until he got hurt last year, he was he was throwing up. Yeah, he was we were playing really forty well. points, forty a points game. a game. But I'm with you watching him this year. I can't help but think that Ludwig has Ludwig has been a big positive influence on him, just in the way he plays. No turnovers. No, he has, he has not, not thrown a pick. Not one pick. 
Yeah. This point to the other Which year. is impressive, and that's one of the top things of Whittingham is always preaching, no picks. Yeah. But you just want see that's again the eye test for me with, with Huntley. As the season has progressed, he looks more comfortable in the pocket. Mm-hmm. He's trying to sometimes he'll move to get open to make a throw. Man, he's throwing some nice balls. Yeah. Down the field. It's, it's and with, impressive. with guys that are dropping it too. That's the other thing is yeah. some of these balls are perfect and we're dropping it. So the statistics could have been even better. Something I thought was what I was seeing on social media afterwards is people were commenting how we didn't take our foot off the gas at the end. Yeah. You know, we went. <laughs> and so you compare that to the other Cougars that we, that we played at the beginning of the season where we went the whole field and then didn't go in the end zone. But to me, you can't leave points on the board with Washington State. They can score in 60 seconds. So that's why I felt we we went down that whole field. Of course, we're going to put it in the end zone because you never know what with Washington State. If you can't stop the run. I don't think we were that nervous about the Zubies coming back and scoring on us. So we mean? They had little Willie. <laughs> they don't anymore. We'll get to that. <laughs> but okay. The other, but the other big thing is the offense did such a great job controlling the ball mm-hmm. and having the ball for such long periods of time. I think that time of possession is an overrated stat in football just because... Well, if I score in 15 seconds, I don't care if I have the ball for, you know, five minutes in the game. They had the ball, Washington State had the ball for a grand total of about 60 seconds the entire third quarter. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Yeah. We had it basically the entire, the entire third, third quarter. quarter. We had the ball. And then, so they had no chances to score. And then in the fourth quarter, we pretty much did the same thing to them. And then you're exactly right. We got the ball at the two-yard line and just ran it, ran it, ran it, ran it, ran it, ran it, ran it. And then instead of taking a knee, we put it in the end zone. Yeah, so to go with you, the possession um, for the whole game was uh, Washington State about 25 minutes and the Utes 35 minutes. Ten minutes. Hmm. That's, and when you're talking about a high-powered offense. That's how you beat them. That you beat them. Mm-hmm. Do you have a play, one play that stands out? Yes. Bryn, <laughs> I do. give me a play. Uh, maybe we're the same one. I think it was fourth quarter where they were fourth and one on yep. the goal line. Was it, is it Blackman tackled yep. that guy on the one-yard line? Because you never know what that would have changed the momentum Yeah. if they had scored. And that play right there, was I, that was the game decider for me. That's what stands out the most. So Blackman had a couple of Great. He, I feel really happy for that guy because he played terrible and we ripped him apart against. Yeah, SC. we ripped him. And then this game, he came back and played really well. He could have had a pick in the end zone. Same drive. That was my play of the game as well. Because if that guy gets in, then the game's tight and and you just never know. But if you watch the replay, that's his responsibility. The second he sees that guy going out, goes up, makes a play. But I'll change my. Besides that one, biggest play of the game was the fourth and one when oh, yeah. Huntley yeah. was supposed to hit the tight end. It was covered. He gets hit. He's going down. Yeah, he's going. Finds Henry Cole, gets the first down. We ended up scoring a touchdown later on. That was a big, 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 big play. Big play. Now, it's a big play. I'm with you. I, the, the Nakua bomb was cool. That was cool. I like to see that. But if I was I think in my mind is the same play, Bryn. As you, because they that guy, it was, was it 21? Was it the running back? Yeah. Okay, it's Blackman and him, and yeah. open and that field. field is good. He is and he's good, and, he, and, and that's, not, that's not an easy thing, and no. he took him down. That was big. I, yeah, that was, a, to me, just kind of, in a nutshell, that's, that was the game. Yep. One, if you remember last week when we were talking, one of the keys, which was, of course, possession mm-hmm. and so forth, one of them is um, tackling. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's every game, but it was emphasized. It's, it's basic, there. It is, but you tackle you, that guy. Yeah, you can't let them get the ball. And like I said earlier, you can't let them turn a four-yard gain into a fifteen-yard gain. You, but and Blackman, that was it was huge because then we got the ball, mm-hmm. and then we drove down the field, took a, I don't even know how long, five minutes off the clock, and scored a touchdown. I yeah. the game. Yeah. Even though the people behind me were upset that we just kept running the ball. We're just gonna run the ball. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna run with the ball. Well, yeah, we're getting six yards of freaking rush. And we want to keep the we're ball. Gonna, yeah, the guys so, yeah. behind us are freaking, freaking out. out. We're gonna go, we're, this is stupid. We're gonna, they know this what we're going to do. This is Whittingham football. This is Whittingham yeah. football. Yeah, we, we're up by freaking 
13 points with three minutes left. We're not going to give them the ball. Get off Madden and get into reality. Coach was there, by the way, but he, he was pretty was mellow. Main. Coach was mellow. Was mellow. I only heard him a couple of times. What was with Coach? Yeah. Okay, so here's it from the uh, Tribune regarding... Is it Kurt? Make a con- Okay, after I read this. <laughs> Kurt. It's not a Kurt. Kurt. Kurt Cragthorpe. No, go ahead. You can give it up. Hey, Kurt, just real quick, if you could help me out. I'm not sure, but who played quarterback? <laughs> the whole game. The whole... Well, well okay. actually, but he was seen limping. He was seen limping. He was seen limping after playing USC. Oh, that's right. It was Tyler... Tyler Huntley. <laughs> Huntley. Huntley. Who freaking balled out. Had so, the best game of his entire life. Of but, his entire life. So Kurt. He was seen limping. Kurt. I guess but he, to, to Kurt's credit, I did tweet about it, and he, he owned it. So I'll give him credit for that. Good for him. All right. I guess when you're wrong, you get called out on this important podcast. You got to eat it. <laughs> this is uh, what Witt said. This is out of a article in the Tribune. <laughs> Speaking of Tyler Huntley, he's this is from Witt. He's playing by far his best football since he's been a Ute. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the country right now, Agreed. in my opinion. What do you think? So you I agree. I mean, statistically speaking, yeah. yeah I think Huntley, he's, man, it's he's sweet. Play, he's playing awesome. I know I don't know what it is. I don't know why people have this major problem. I got a buddy of mine who he does not like Tyler Huntley. He hmm. does, every time we last year, like you mentioned, we're putting up forty points a game, and he still is like, I don't like him. I don't. I don't like Tyler Huntley. Uh, and so it was really funny. After the game, I took a screenshot of his uh, three hundred and thirty-four two touchdown and sent it to my buddy and said, "Is this good enough for you?" And I actually saw him tonight, and he goes, "I got nothing to say." It's like he played great. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Tyler Huntley. It's it's people just can't except that he's a really, really good quarterback. And he fits this system so perfectly. He's matured. Oh, and he's and he is matured. He's improved. As of right now, that's what Witt said. And I posted that on uh, our Facebook page, mm-hmm. that article, and there's a lot of comments on it. A lot of it's very positive, but there's some real losers Idiots. criticizing the very thing you're saying. I'm just going, what, what are you watching? Yeah, yeah. well, and what... A- what more what the do freak you, you want? What do you want from him? What what's he not doing that people are saying he needs to be doing? Exactly. Well, you say if you told someone before that game, take the last name off of his jersey, and all you say is, okay, well, you're going to have a quarterback that throws for three thirty, runs for sixty one, has four touchdowns, and no interceptions. Would you take it? Yeah, I'd I'd take it. And yet it's Tyler Huntley, so we can't like him for some reason. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I've been critical of him. I was critical of him last year, last week. I even had my moments where I just thought, oh, come on, make a better decision. Mm-hmm. But I just like, and I've said this before, I have seen that he has gotten better in his senior year, and that's what you want to see with a leadership quarterback in his senior year. Absolutely. He's improved a ton. Yeah, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation right now. We talked a little bit about the QBR, which comes from ESPN, Mm -hmm. total uh, quarterback rating. And they take in a lot of things. Um, Huntley's eight. In the nation. In the nation with his rating. Now, number one is Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma. Number two. He's pretty good, by the way. He's he's good. Then Tua, whatever, from Alabama. He's pretty good, too. A bunch of other guys. Jake Fromm from Georgia Georgia. is above him and so forth. Tyler Huntley is in there. Now, this is is national. Mm -hmm. This isn't something that we came up with. We came up with Tyler Huntley, QBR, number eight in the country out out of all of the the schools. What what his rating was this last game? Tyler Huntley's QBR, which is it's a rating based off of how – successful your quarterback is. It's the is. total thing. The, everything that's going to help your team win, he was a 96.6 out of 100. Wow. I'd never scored that high on a test in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, he was named Kirk Herbstreet, named his top 10 players of the week, uh-huh. and Tyler Huntley was number 10. And just as a reference, Gordon, who threw nine touchdown passes against... <laughs> the week before. The week before. Nine touchdown passes against UCLA, threw one against us, he was a 35.1. Wow. That's math. 
That's, that's math, math I'm to, guys. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> that means that 96 is higher than 35. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And here's And then I, I, I've got here the Pac-12 quarterbacks. Okay. Um, Huntley's percentage, passing percentage, is essentially 75%. That's awesome. 75% passer or completion rate. That's good. If you're in the 60s, you're... You're doing well. Seventy-five uh, is. So he's seventy-five. He's um, looking here real quick. Of course, Slovis. He's slightly higher, but he's you know, played one game. You know, you can't look at Slovis, and he, he still doesn't know where he is. By the way, and Huntley's slightly ahead of Herbert from Oregon in that okay, so, regard. So Huntley is at a higher completion percentage than potentially. Barely, they're about the same. Okay, same percentage as a quarterback who is going to be a first-round pick next year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And here's what I thought interesting: uh, yards per attempt. He leads the Pac-12. So it's not just dinky dunk, little pass out to two yard gains. Yeah, ten. And of course, no interceptions. They give him a rating, but you look at him; he's so. I don't understand how it is people are are, are crapping themselves. Well, I'm going to make a comparison on the local guys because we all know the local guys. Our right? experts. Our, the ex. So. So we'll start with uh, Jordan Love, who before the season everyone was touting as oh, a yes. great quarterback. Mm-hmm. The best in the state. He's going to win the Heisman. The best in the state. The best quarterback in the state. And, and he uh going to be a first-round pick. So this was this is to as of today. He's throwing for 1,200 yards, six touchdowns, five interceptions. Ooh. And his QBR is 90th in the country. Okay? Wow. Not great. And they played Colorado State. Not a world beater. Okay. Little Zachy Wilson. Little Willie. Little Will. 1,300 yards. Ooh, five touchdowns. Four picks. And his rating is 75th in the nation as QBR. Huntley, 1,150. Seven touchdowns. Zero picks. Rated eighth in the country. So there you go. Hmm. So who's best? So so who's the best? Zach Wilson wears a headband. He's so good. <laughs> Good. And did you know? Did you according know? to SPN? What? He was a Utah fan <gasps> growing up. <laughs> I had he, not heard that. Let's before. show his mom in the stands quickly. Let's talk to her. Let's go let's talk see how to she's, her. What she thinks now? Dance mom. His if you thumb's will. going back the wrong way. Let's see what she says oh. now. Um, <laughs> oh my but the uh, the stat that you don't. So you got the the Pac-12 stats with the passing with Huntley, but his rushing. You, you add yeah. his rushing in there, which is which is a key factor. Now, Khalil Tate is the only quarterback before. In total yards? To, th- so this is – Khalil Tate is 14 in rushing leaders in the Pac-12. I cannot wait okay. to play him then. Tyler <laughs> Huntley – will destroy him. So Tyler Huntley is twentieth, the 20th rusher. Well, and his rushes are smart rushes too. He – they're, they're when it's necessary, and he's not yeah, taking that, big hits. So you, you, that's part of all the QBR yeah. is not only how the offense plays and runs and, and su- is successful, and he's in charge of it, but he's it's the way he's throwing the ball, controlling the offense, and then his rushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, the Pac-12's players of the week, both Utes, Tyler Huntley, Francis Bernard. Now, Man, that's awesome. Francis Bernard, man. You remember the hit? Oh, 21 again. <laughs> the shovel, the shovel little, pass. A cute little shovel pass, and Bernard just read it. I thought the guy died. You could, he- you you could, could hear, hear it. it from where we were sitting. It was great. The defense played awesome. There was The stat that I really stood out to me was they had 12 pass breakups in that game. 12 as a defense. Whose freaking dog is that? <laughs> that's our guard dog in the bunker. <laughs> God there's some people me. trying to there's people trying to get in here and I, the guard dog is keeping uh-huh. yeah it's um, a very coveted location where we're at so here we are we've got it's a uh it's it's the bye week which is good it it's the bye week it's a good time for it um I'm glad we won going into a bye week off of a this win this huge oh, we needed yeah. to win this and yeah it but feels so great now if you had gone into a bye week after two losses yeah you You'd be, feel horrible, but going out into a bye week now, it's I and playing like that, good. and playing like that, and you can build off of that. Awesome. So, give me your thoughts. 
So here's the bye week. Here's the remainder of the schedule for Utah. Oh, by the way, do, you rem- do we all remember our, our predictions for how we end up this season, wins and losses, Bryn? You remember yours? <laughs> I do remember What was mine. it, 8-5? and five? Was Bryn was 8-4. 8-4. and four. Eight and four. That's God. pathetic still, pathetic. It, yes. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. I, I concede. I don't mine. 11-1. No. <laughs> no. You guys were both 10-2. I was 10-2. Ten ten and two. And two. I said, on paper, 11-1. What does that mean? On paper, it's 11-1, but I'm going to call it 10-2. and two. What? I think that's, that's exactly what that's, I did. That's brilliant. I was wrong. Still better than... I okay, admit. here's... Maybe, a, I hope you're... Tell me your thoughts now. True. It's not over yet. <laughs> tell me your thoughts. What, what you think. We've got Oregon State. At Win. Oregon State. W. Should be. We have Arizona State coming in. I love that that game's at home. That's a good one because we have a tough time for whatever reason with these that's, people. That's a W too. And then we have Cal coming in. Well, their quarterback shoulders on the wrong side of his they're body. They're garbage now, and they're crap without. If him, that so. guy isn't playing, whatever his name is, no, no, he he's pretty good. But Cal is like a. They've structured their their team kind of like how Utah. Their their coach has a, It's kind of like a mini Utah. It's it's kind of they're kind of fun to watch actually. But uh, I, think that's, I think that's a win, even if their quarterback's back, because we get them at home. So after after Cal, okay, here's the game though. It's uh, we're at Washington, yeah, November second, on the road, early November in Washington. That's gonna be hard. So we got Washington. Then we play UCLA at home. At home, as a W, at Arizona. That should be another W. And then we close out the year. Colorado. With Colorado. That one's at home this year, right? Yeah, that's at home. Okay. There's the guard dog again. So, uh, you know, it, if I, I will say, I just hope Utah doesn't. I see one more loss on that schedule, at least. I just think that Washington, they've got our number. I've watched yeah. a couple of their games. I watched them against yeah, the USC. They're, they're dang they're good. They're freaking yeah. good. Now, we've been able to play them really, really tough the last couple of times, but we've lost to them. If we beat them, we win the South. That's how I look at it. Now, otherwise, it's going to be tough. But, but okay, I still think, and as far as in the South, the it's it's USC. Yeah, so I've got their schedule pulled up here. So go ahead. And so say they play it. Notre Dame. That has week, anything to do with us. nothing. I still hope they lose. Well, God, that's what – I hate both those teams. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, so, okay. whatever with that because it's – I know, but they're both so arrogant. Notre Dame, no one cares about you but anymore. It's, the, it's, it's 2019. It's the league is what I'm... Okay, then they play Arizona. It's a win for them. They go to Colorado. I, And again, I, I don't know where their quarterback situation is going to be. Finky got exposed this last week a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's hope. So they go to Colorado. Then they have Oregon at home, um, which I... That should be a loss. Should be a loss. That should be a loss. It needs to be. It needs to be. And then they go... To Arizona State, that could be a loss. They go to Cal, and 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 so depending on the quarterback situation, I just see. And they end with UCLA. And they end with is, UCLA, which is a dumpster fire them. that's inside of a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's going to be tight. That uh, that, that loss, loss is is going to. I hope that doesn't haunt us because they need to get two losses to our. If, well, right now we're one behind them, so they need to lose one more. At we're least. one and one. We've each had right. lost. It's just because we're we're tied. To them. They need the one more loss than right. us. And that's you look at this schedule, it's possible, it's but possible. we can't slip either. That's the big thing. We have to take care of our business, obviously. So uh, so that's a, there we are. There we are. All right, before we move on, let me just say this. As Ute fans, on Saturday, I mean, come on. Wasn't that a beautiful game when Toledo took out the Zubies? <laughs> Holy Toledo! <laughs> Toledo! Toledo! This is how... This, it's a okay. joke! But I, I literally heard someone today say, yeah, but Toledo's a good G5 team. What? Yeah. Who no. cares? This freaking Toledo! This is the Zubies' MO. Every year, they have the savior quarterback. They win, like, a couple decent games at the beginning of the season, so they all think they're go into the national championship, and then they lose to crap. They lose to a... And then their season just tanks from there. Every year. Every year. I know. They have like a blueprint down in Provo. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to beat a team that's kind of like a good name, like Tennessee, but are really crappy. And we're going to 
we're going to freaking parade down the street and then we're going to lose to Toledo. Okay. But okay, moving, give, moving on, we're not talking about We're not going to talk about him. I just think, as a Utah it's fan, hilarious. I'm loving it. I was, I was cheering. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And, and then I'm little loving Willie it some more. gets hurt on the last offensive play of the game, practically. I hope they don't win another game this year. <laughs> uh, and don't give me this crap. It's good for our strength of schedule. I don't care. No. no Screw our, our, that. That isn't going to matter. It doesn't matter when you're in the Pac-12. When we win the they rest suck. of our games, it's going to matter. I hope they lose for the rest of Toledo. eternity. The end of time. Man, Amen. that's almost as bad as Massachusetts. Or whatever it was. It was. It was, it was okay, for you. Who I don't think had ever won a football game yeah, or something. got I don't it there. Toledo. Toledo. Okay. Yes, okay. All right. Let's move on to the... <laughs> it was homecoming. Eight o'clock at night. We had some rain. I loved the rain. It wasn't freezing cold. The rain was great. If you were prepared. Now, I saw a lot of idiots going in there unprepared. I'm sure they suffered a little bit. But if you're prepared, we had some rain. What an atmosphere. I thought it was cool. It was fun. And I'll just give some advice to people. Just about nowadays, everybody's phone has an app. Oh. It's called the weather app. Weather channel. If you're going to go outside for the next four hours, you might want to take a peek. And if it says rain, don't wear just a hoodie. If it says heavy thunderstorm it says rain. It's going to pour for the next four hours. Maybe bring like a poncho of some kind. And don't wear flip flops. No, I know you want to look hot. <laughs> you want to look good for your date. You look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, oh, Elise, Elise Harris is with us. Thank you for that wisdom. But it is true. You're walking <laughs> to the stadium and you're like, going to freeze, going to freeze, going to die. And I've got my little clear backpack with about 14 different uh-huh. layers on. And I was great, man. Oh, man, I had my Carhartt freaking... Hardcore labor. You were ready gear to go on, like, man. I, I wanted to pour down. Yeah, I could something. put down some trees. It could have rained for six hours. I'd be bone dry. That's great. It was great, <laughs> man. But look, the atmosphere was cool. They changed it up. Yep. What was Mark listens. Yes. Hey, Mark Harlan. Mark Harlan. Mark Harlan. Mark. Listen to us. Yeah, it was all us. Um. Uh, it was. No, they did. They changed some things around. I think. They did listen, hallelujah, to the intro with the team running out was not working, so they changed that. They changed the third quarter break back to kind of what it used to be mm-hmm. with the hype video, and then they did do the cannons, and they had an addition of fireworks. 100% credit to That Brandwich was Church. my idea. I was in a meeting a couple we weeks go. ago, and we talked about it, and I said, why don't you do fireworks? All right. And they did fireworks, so you can thank me for that. Brinwood Church got us fireworks in what, the third quarter? Third quarter break. Between the third and fourth. It was a lot better. It was a lot better. better. But I've got two observations. All right, lay it out. I got two critiques, too. All right, lay them out. First of all, it might be the same. What the heck was going on with Crazy Lady? They didn't play her music this time. Did anyone else notice that? I noticed, yeah. They're like trying to phase that nut job out. Well, I've known that they've been (laughs) kind of pushing her out, but. They just didn't play her song. No. And then she on still Saturday. like did her dance like by herself over there. Which I don't know why they still showed her on the They showed screen her. But, but and there was like, the doofuses don't know that they're trying to phase her out. Well, and there was like three people around her doing the dance and that was it. But not even to the music. No. Though. She's just she doing was her just doing thing. her dance. So yeah, I thought that, that was, was interesting. Goofy. And then my second I'm still hating the music. I'm I'm okay with the sing-alongs a little more than you no, guys are. No, I think are, it's all cheese. I hate that we score a touchdown and you're playing Phil Collins after we score a touchdown? Uh-huh. Terrible. Come on! Save the sing-alongs for halftime and for like timeouts or quarter breaks or something like that. But when we are playing and we just scored and the atmosphere is hype, yeah. play a hype song. Cool! Seriously. Play anything. Play some tool. DMX God or smack. something. I don't care. Yeah, so I, I'm Metallica. having... I'm having some issues so with the music. my big thing was in between the, the, the third and fourth, they do the video, they do the canyon, the fireworks, everyone's going nuts and it's kind of hyped up and then they freaking play the... What's that song? Sweet Caroline. Oh, God. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sorry. It's the dumbest song that's ever been written. It is the most overrated song. I get that they play it in Boston. I don't give a crap. It's a football, a football, a football game. game. So fix the music. I'm with you. Just call me. I can give you 15 songs in about 30 seconds that are better than the crap you're playing. Well, and I also don't like that we're, we play the same songs every game. Every game. And look, there are some good songs. They play some ACDC. They try 
but we can do a lot better. And then the second thing, who's running the replay board? <laughs> yeah, that that's what true. What is happening where there's a play and all of a sudden they're showing some fan up on the board that doesn't even know they're on the board. They're sitting there in their seat. And then right before the next play, oh crap, a uh, replay. So you're like missing half the next play. Or they would start to show the replay and then not finish the replay. Because so the play comes. You're not even seeing the end of yes. the replay. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's not only that though, is some critical replays. I want to see if, who was it that <laughs> caught the ball? Enos. Enos. And they're right. showing the ref. Showing the ref. Just standing there. Standing on the field. Hey, how about showing the replay of see if his foot was down? Yeah. Show yeah. the replay from some different angles. I mean, okay, who's running that board? Let's find him. <laughs> who's running the music and the board? The Here's, can I, fix I, this. I'm with you with the music. Really easy. Either I am, is it deaf or deep? <laughs> I can't, either deaf, I can't deep hear. Or dumb, one of the three. Or they, they got to turn that volume up. No, they do. It's crazy. I think they're having issues with, in some parts of the stadium, it is way too loud and some parts of the stadium we're not hearing well i'd it. rather be way too loud everywhere it's oh oh and stop miking the band yeah. absolutely okay i get yeah, that's stupid i get the thought okay i understand you want the band to be louder but the problem is the stadium's so big that by the time that the band's sound reaches the north end zone i've already heard it coming from the speakers it bounces so it's like bouncing around bouncing everywhere it's way everywhere throughout the state it's horrible so that but I don't want to be completely negative, Nancy, on this because no. the, the atmosphere cool. was a lot it's cool. better. It's it's Pac-12 play, but let's change the freaking music. Turn it up. I just want some volume. You want Sweet Caroline at, louder. No, no. <laughs> I don't want Sweet Caroline at all. I don't want... Okay, I don't want Sweet Caroline. Phil Collins. Garbage. We definitely do not need Journey. That's garbage for a football game. And Journey? For Journey? a football game? Genesis? I mean, this is this is horrible. This is a this is an aggressive, violent sport. Let's get some stuff. And when you're winning and things and the momentum's going, crank it up, right. put it on ten, keep that you're right. fire going. Touchdown, and people are up cheering. Just do the fight song. That's that. all I'm caring. And then all of a sudden, bop, that's bop, it. Bop. All right, yeah. we, we pretty Screw much that. slammed that down. But hey, Mark, we know you listen, <laughs> bud. Come on, Mark, we know. Okay, we can fix this. We've got yeah, it. That's the easiest fix. fix. That's the easiest fix. Got my ten. You've got Put my number. Ten. All right. Some very important things here. Um, what, do, what do we think about the cheerleaders and the spirit squad and the dancers and stuff? We have cheerleaders? We have a cheerleader here with us. <laughs> Are we? In, do we want to critique it? How they're doing? Not doing? Do we like them? I honestly... Barely notice that they're there. I, the dance team comes out at, like after the first it's quarter. It's the first quarter break, yeah. And they do their dance. That's about my extent of experience with the cheerleaders. <laughs> Basketball, I see them a lot more. Well, yeah, because they're, right, they're right, right there. there. I mean, I, I, like, I, mean, uh, I like to have them there. Just sometimes it, the timing of stuff doesn't seem Well, I think fit, from where... Something to look at, maybe, maybe. from where we sit, we don't have them directly in front of us. If we were on... One of those on the sides, either east or west, where you're looking directly at the cheerleaders, you would see them more. Yeah. We just don't see them that often. But I will say, I think our spirit squad has improved immensely over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And we have a former. Mm-hmm. In what way? Well, they used to have to slick their hair back, <laughs> first and foremost. Hmm. Okay. Like they're from East Germany? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you were banished from wearing too much makeup. So, yeah, that's an improvement. Okay. The what out- about routines and stuff like that? The, I like the dancers. I like what I'm seeing. Dancers are good. They're good. They're organized. Their outfits are better than what they ever used to be. Mm-hmm. They have like four outfit changes in a game, which that never used to happen. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> well, yeah, we had our 14 <laughs> yeah, layers <laughs> to put on I had to on cha- Saturday. Different pants, but- different shoes. Oh, okay. Brought a couple hats. I want to know. Here's my question for a former cheerleader: How much canoodling goes on between the spirit squad and the players? Mm. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Canoodling. Define. Yeah, define canoodling. Define, is that what we call it now? You know, you know what I'm saying? Nope, uh, I how don't. much interaction is there going on between players and, and cheerleaders? Yeah. Well, if you're a smart player, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Mm. Too much. That's all she'll say. Yeah. She's not going to give us anything else. No, I want names. <laughs> this is this is 
You're free to speak. You can speak freely. <laughs> I will say though, into the airwaves. Those those kids do a ton. Like, what's a typical yeah, they game do. day? Oh, you're there like four hours early. So yeah, it's, I so it's Gary. More than and that. you're walking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what? <laughs> we open it up too. It's true. Gary's there the night it's before. It's not that as much as it is practices. And I mean, they're doing so much stuff you don't see. They're going to events. They're going to volleyball, mm-hmm. women's basketball, Oof. basketball. Oof. That's what I mean. Is no, they're, they, they're busy. They do a lot. They do a ton. And they, I don't think they get the recognition for it that they probably deserve. And same with the band. I will say that for the band too. If they the band put, wasn't there, you'd miss them so much. Exactly. Oh, I love the band. They put in so much work and I kind of feel like they get swept to the side a little bit. Yeah. Props to the band, the spirit squad. That's what makes the dancers, it, cheerleaders. It's part of the whole atmosphere, and I like it. It makes a college atmosphere. I like it exactly. That's what makes it different than like a pro atmosphere. I think is the band, and the dancers and the cheerleaders yep. and all of that. Yeah, it's great. All right, we have a special sec, uh, segment of the podcast tonight. <laughs> We've asked uh, Elise to spearhead this segment. Because I think between Elise, well, this is for you ladies out there who listen to our podcast. And I guess I could say some of you guys out there who listen to our podcast. Um, ben, Ben Whitchurch. You. Yeah, Ben, Ben, <laughs> Greg. Um, they are going to present their top five hot football players of the last 10 years. Is that how I should say it? Yeah, the hottest. The hot. Okay, how, how, what are we? What are we doing? The hottest, the top five. The is top it, five. Is it weird that I have my own list and I have? No, even, I want to hear that it. That is weird. <laughs> I haven't even thought about it. Like literally. <laughs> okay, so the top. It just came. Five to me. hottest football players in the past ten years. Yeah, from the U. Correct. From the U. Who's? Are, are we going? Do you have a list, Bryn? They no, put a lot of time into this, by the way. So Elise, go. Okay, start this. Elise called in sick to work today so she could work on this. <laughs> yeah, list. this Are is we very going important. From five to We're going, one, going five, five to down. One. Yeah. Okay. I've not five. heard this list. <laughs> no one has. No one's heard this list, so we'll see. Okay, number five, Paul Kruger. Oh yes. Mm. Yes. Don't make that noise. You Gary. can't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my God. Paul. Okay. That's a that's a good one. Okay. I had a crush on him when I was cheering. Oh, see, canoodling. Canoodle. Canoodle. No, no, no. He had wanted nothing she was to do with me. Canoodling with other players. <laughs> that is true. Um, okay. Four. Okay. Let's see if he's on the list. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's like thirty-five. <laughs> not even. Sixty. Okay. Anywho, number four, Peta two. Peta T. Peta T. Peta T. Peta T. Look him up if you. Yeah. Don't know yeah. him offhand. He Ladies is, and gentlemen. He is. <laughs> Look him up. He is something to be seen. Okay, <sighs> number number three, ladies. Jalen Johnson. Ooh. So you don't, for those who don't know, he is actually a current player, so you have the ability Jaylen. to watch him now. Yes, you do. You can watch him. That's number number one. He's number one. His number. His number. Oh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. His number on his jersey is number, number one. Number one. And it's not the one that is playing quarterback. Yeah, he's, he confused. plays defense. He's in the secondary. So he's your number three. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. Okay, number, number two. two. Number two. Shaky. Ooh, shaky. I saw that coming. I, can I just say... I think he should be number one. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who's number one. Shaky, my, my man. Even my... <laughs> My husband will agree with this. When you would talk to Shaky, his eyes would just like. Oh, I'd melt. Hypnotize you. 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 I, I, I'm t- Gary. He was he'd like, beautiful. Hey, Shaky. He looked at me like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> Shaky. He was beautiful, man. Beautiful. Okay, Shaky, number two. This, two. Guy, this better be a good one, then. Okay, number one. Chase Hansen. That's oh, Chase. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Agreed. But here's what I will say. All right, say it. We posted this on our Facebook group to get some other people's opinions. And I never realized that people think Travis Wilson is so hot. (sighs) Okay, but I do. (laughs) Oh, okay. Explain. There's a lot of people that said T-Will. T-Will. He's exotic. I like the flow. Okay. He He is very exotic and his abs will. (laughs) That's fair enough. When he was playing, T-Will, I don't know if you still have those abs. Not top five. 
not top five, but okay. um, hot. hot. Okay. People Late. people definitely said Chase Hansen. Someone posted a picture of Zach Moss, which yes, he is. <laughs> um, you guys. People were saying Eric Weddle, but yeah, I think absolutely Weddle should past, be on there. He wasn't. He not was a little 10, bit. Yeah. Whatever. Um. However, the person that I agree with the most is AJ Woods. Who, who the says? Freak? Oh, that's the guy no, no, who no, said that's it. That's the guy who commented. Like, who the hell is AJ? <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. He says the answer is always Kyle Whittingham. Hallelujah, oh my Amen. Gosh. The Silver Fox himself. It doesn't matter how long ago we played. Yes, you guys are number sick. One. <laughs> number one, number one, number one A. <laughs> this is it's almost disturbing. It's in a, a way. great topic. Excellent topic. Excellent topic. Congrats, Anyone, Kyle. I think the I think the offensive linemen are the sexiest yeah, with the big guts, they, man. They don't have six packs or anything. They got these keggers for guts, man. I think out of, you're my guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're hot. Mm-hmm. Starlo to All right, so Ooh, let's yeah. let, okay, say it again. Number five. Number five, Paul Kruger. Number four. Peter T. Peter T. Number three. Jalen Johnson. Mm, Jalen. Number two. Shaky. Shaky. And number one. Chase Hansen. Chase Hansen. There you have it. As of right now, the hottest. It could change. Hold could on. change. You two don't know this player. So you're going to want your Google machines out. As a player, he was a wide receiver by the name of John Peel. Oh, yes. So he... <laughs> yes, I know. She exactly knows. She knows. So about. that's so uh, disturbing me for a second here. <laughs> was a I don't know him that receiver, well, but... But, and, but he was always hurt. So you thought he was hot, huh? Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to clear your search history after looking this player up. So he didn't play a lot. So in the, in the Utah program, what happens is if you're injured, you don't just get to sit on the side. You're in what's called the pit, where you're just, you're, it sucks because you're just lifting weights and working out, but you're not actually playing. He was in the pit a lot, Bryn. So you would watch him from the mess? No, no, not during the games, just in oh. practice. <laughs> so You they, know who you married? You no. Christina Basquette. Who's that? Okay, the that's gymnast. number one right there. You don't Christ- know who that is? Basquette. Yeah. Actually, people were saying that she's, on our... She's number one. On I don't care who we're talking about. They're married. Man. Pe- fo- our football fans podcast was saying, oh, heck yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at a picture. Let me see. Um, Let me see. They want us to do the top five gymnasts also, and Christina Basquette what, was, always like the, was always the winner, which, yes, she is beautiful. Yeah. Okay, well, there you have it, fans. <laughs> see, I'm not shallow Keep like that. Keep that in mind because we might have to update it. So, you know, if you want to be on the list, anyone out there, work out harder. <laughs> work out harder. Show us your send physique. Us your, send us we your need to see your physique and then we'll, whatever. Yeah, email those to Gary as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're down to the end here. We're going with the Dick Award this week. There might be some controversy on this, but we're going to allow Bryn to present the Dick Award. This is, a, you know, might be a controversial choice, but it's Mike Leach, Dick Award. In his post game after Washington State, he went off on his players, and not just that, but he called them fat, dumb, happy, <laughs> and entitled. He pretty much called them yeah. lazy. He called them soft. He called them that when they start to face adversity, they just kind of roll over and don't know how to handle it. And the reason that I think he gets the dick award for this is because if your players are that way, that's on you, dude. You're the head coach. If your players are acting entitled and lazy, that's your fault. And if they're fat. And if they're fat, that's your fault too. So, I mean, he kind of went on like last year, they seemed to have confidence. And now this year they're just fat and dumb and lazy. Like, so what are you doing to fix yeah. that? That's how I, that's why I think he gets the dick award because it's one thing to call your players out. And yeah, they played maybe like crap, but you're the head coach, so that's your fault. Well, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think he deserves the Dick Award for that. I know where he, I see where he's coming from. I think he's trying to motivate his team. To, he's calling them out, but I'm them. not sure to go to that extent. I think it was a little bit demeaning for the squad, but I'm okay with him getting the Dick Award. <laughs> I, I, I've been called way worse by coaches than oh, yeah. fat, dumb, and what entitled. I've called a lot worse. Not to the not to the media and publicly. I, I, I get think that's that. part. That's, that's, part, of yeah. that's part of it. I think the timing of it was bad. But he saw what we all saw, that Utah went out and just physically 
dominated that football game, and I think it pissed him off that his team got punched in the mouth and never responded. His team had no fight in it. Um, so I get where he's coming from. Is he the dick? I don't but know yeah. if he's a dick He is for the it. dick because, again, that's your fault. If your team was not okay. prepared to come out and beat us... I just it, think the timing. I don't know. If I, I think know, the I like timing is, that makes him the dick. Okay, I get the timing is, is poor, and to do that in front of the media, where then it's played all over ESPN, well, and they are, and they are, and they're all over it. I, I that is a a dick move. So that's it. So okay, <laughs> the dick. <laughs> but I just think that what he said, I've got no problem with with what he said. It's when he said it. He should have said it to him in the locker room. He probably, probably he did. He probably said, did. Trust me. He said and, and you, you, he basically works. came out and pulled him a Jarus because Majerus used to do that all the time. Right. But, and sometimes I thought Majerus was a dick when he was doing it. But it was funny at the same time in a way. But I don't know. I just felt like I wouldn't want to, I don't know. I, I, know I think he deserves the dick for that. Those cougars. And I like Mike Leach. I do too. But, those all right. cougars were so poo-poo. And, uh, <laughs> all right, you fans. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Check us out on all the social sites. And we'll see you again soon. Remember, send Gary your physique pictures. Oh, oh please do. Please do. <laughs> Christina, especially. <laughs> Thank you. And here we go. Utes. Keep it going. Keep it going, boys. Oh, yeah, it's a bye week this week. We didn't mention Oh, that. well, bye week. <laughs> Get healthy, everybody, because we got some games to win. Let's kick some crap. All right. Yep. And we took out two Cougars, as it should be. Yeah, we'll play Houston next. We can beat every team but in the Cougars. All right. How sweet it is. And we're going to continue this. We did.